KDUS AM 1060 Tempe Phoenix and KSLX HD2 Scottsdale Phoenix is brought to you by AC by J Heating, Cooling, Plumbing and Drains. This program is paid for by Good Vibes Media. Coming to you from a wrong turn off Route 66. Somewhere in the Sonoran Desert, it's James Out West featuring Ryan Rooks. Good evening, Phoenix and friends. How are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? James Out West with me as always, Ryan Rooks. Good evening, sir. How are you doing? It is Monday the 4th. May the 4th, not May the 4th, but April. Monday the 4th, April month, 4th, month. 2022. National Championship game. If you guys aren't watching it, it's because you can't find it on TV. It's not it's on, on CBS. TBS. It's on TBS. The nationally televised basketball game of the national championship for college basketball, Kansas, North Carolina, is not on. You can't watch it on Rabbit Ears. Yeah, the Rabbit Ears don't exist anymore. But, I mean, they, they have outdoor, no, know, HD. Saying, you can get even, it. This is ridiculous. Old school ways. And ours is in Spanish. Yes, that's what's So, other. not only is it on TBS, it's in Spanish. So, not that we need to be listening anyways. But if you're interested, I think Kansas is winning. I don't know. Hey, I finally... Uh, Throughout the entire craziness of March Madness, now I finally get you to actually watch a game because you're forced to. I'm forced to. Yeah, I don't, I'm not paying. The one blue team's playing another blue team. Oh, my We have gosh. coaches that are simple. This it, is a cool stat. Kansas is hey, not winning, by the well, way. Well, I will say this. This is interesting. That Bill Self and Hubie Brown, sorry, Hubert Brown, Hubert Davis, those two succeed. They were succeeded by Roy Williams. So Roy Williams was the coach at, at, at both of them at the same time. So the last coach there before them was Roy Williams. That's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It is. And Roy's there, and they asked him, who are you rooting for? He said, I went to North Carolina. I'm rooting for North Carolina. Oh, yeah. He's always so, in his, his baby That's blues. very interesting. I mean, again, I don't know how many people are watching it because it's on. Oh, and East Coast, this didn't start till 930. Yeah. So all the people in the Midwest and the East Coast, they might be up for this, but they're going to fall asleep before this game's over. Yeah. Without I, a doubt. They should have flexed it. I can't <laughs> believe it. Depending on if Duke would have gotten in, then they, they might have. But guess what? It's the NCAA. It's the madness. They botch, they botch uh, uh, football all the time. Every That's year, the NCAA botches football. They figure out a way to botch this. It's incredible. It was, a, it was a crazy March Madness. We had a couple of really good teams and, and some craziness, obviously, going throughout the middle. Coach K being gone, being yeah, done. Last... He's done forever. <laughs> I love that he lost in North Carolina. That is, and twice too. To he go lost to the, to, in the Duke, final four, and then to go into the final four and lose again. That's fantastic. It's, it is a little rough. His but, first ever yeah. loss was against North Carolina. So, it, and his yeah. last ever loss yeah, was against North Carolina. Circle, oh, yeah. that is fantastic. Well, he had a Hall of Fame career. So, oh yeah, yeah, he's, he's one good. of the best. Yada yada yada. Okay, so let's get into some exciting news. At least for me, um, Frank Gore did sign a one-day contract and ultimately came back and retired as a 49er. That's incredible. Um, what a career for Frank Gore. I heard something, and this is one of, one, of, one of my crazy stats I always like to give you, but beforehand, third all-time rusher. Mm-hmm. Only behind um, who we got, Emmitt Smith Emmett and Walter, and Walter Payton. Payton. And he, he, passed. he could have caught in Walter this year if he wanted to play. He passed Barry Sanders? Yes. Okay. Um, and then Emmitt, is, that's going to be untouchable. But in... The 16 years that Frank Gore played, mm-hmm. he only missed 15 games. Yeah, he played like 240 games. 241. That's ridiculous, bro. As a running back. Yeah. He was a beast. Who tore his ACL in high school. Yes, and people wanted to give up on him. Third round pick. I think he fell to the third round. He's going to join your guys' front office in a scouting capacity. Hey. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, I've okay, heard about it. Sure. I didn't know if that was official yet. That's official. So, hey, great. Great career. Hall of Famer? How can it not be? 
I mean, there's I get to where there's certain accolades he didn't hit, but third all time. That's, I mean, that's really hard. Not to, to use a Skip Bayless, but that's a long. It's longevity stats. Like he yes. played a long time. It's incredible. Did he? He's very good. He's very good. And his stats say he should be in the Hall of Fame. But like, if I'm telling the story of the NFL, so okay, and I'm so naming running backs, I might you, be able to. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just making a case. If it is there or not, to me, he's borderline. If I have to go, yeah. But I'm doing it because he played so many games and for so many years, and the the, the numbers are there. But like, he was he ever the rushing title? Champion? Did he ever win the rushing title in the NFL? Not that I've. I'd Was he ever in the top three rushing in the NFL in any season? Like very serviceable, very dependable, played very well. But, but what I don't would know. You if, rather have as a as a one or two great years, or even be like a Calvin Johnson who had who's in the Hall of Fame who we saw a very short glimpse. Even Barry Sanders, very short. Yeah, we, but he we dominated. So much more. He dominated. So this guy dominated for six. He didn't years. dominate. Okay, but Frank Gore is good. The consistency. He's and good. He's very good. The best ability but it's the is Hall of Greats. He's right? not. Yeah, but the, you don't have to be available for the Hall of Fame. I mean, you have. You know what I'm saying? Like this thing, it is a Hall of the Elites, and I think that Frank Gore doesn't. You don't have to be a top ten running back to make it in the Hall of Fame. I'm not saying that, but like, how many Pro Bowls? How many All Pros? How many of accolades does he have? Where did he lead the league in rushing? Did he lead the league in touchdowns? Was he in the top five in touchdowns? Like all of those things matter when this is gonna when they're gonna go to battle for this guy in five years. To see if he makes a finalist, these are going to be questions. They're going to poke holes in his resume, and yeah, I think no, I think his resume will keep him out based on that when they start doing those things. Start doing so. those things. I don't think so. I think he he's been around for too long. I mean, you look at some of the careers of, of these running backs. People respect this. This is absolutely first ballot hall of fame. Oh, all right. So here we're gonna make a bet real quick. Five years from now, I'll see if we remember this that he is not a first <laughs> yes, ballot hall of famer. Yes, you owe me wings and beers, bro. Okay. All right. So then, uh, since we're already on Niners. Uh, Kaepernick ended up throwing at Michigan's. <laughs> so, Bro, clowns being clowns. So there's a lot that's come out on this, and obviously you know I paid attention to this because it has something to do with my Niners and, and Harbaugh and Kaepernick all coming back and playing together. Um, a lot of people said he was rusty. Obviously, he hasn't played since 2016. Oh, he's been staying ready, though, bro. He's and professional. He's right. He's so then there, there's certain people who are saying that they're in the running and he's willing to take a backup role. He ultimately just wants to get his chance to get back in the league. There are some teams, there was about six to eight teams that were interested. A couple of teams have already backed out, like I believe New Orleans uh, and Carolina said they don't mm-hmm. want anything to do with them. They think he's a little bit too too rough around the edges. We'll see. If he if it doesn't happen this where time. Was, where was this stance five years ago? He didn't want to be a backup. He didn't want to take correct. less money. He, he was he, like, was there were teams, Denver was willing to take a chance on him about three years ago. And if his girlfriend wouldn't have said anything in Baltimore, he would have been fine. But you understand what I'm saying? Like, they make this out that no team has given him a chance. The NFL has blackballed him when there was teams that were interested years a couple of years ago to give him actual money. But he said, I'm not coming as a backup, and that's not enough money. So now, now that he hasn't gotten any sense, I'm willing to be a backup. I'm willing to pay my dues because I know that I'll be the starter. Okay, I don't. I think, regardless, I don't care that he, I don't care that he kneeled. I don't care. He brought awareness to something that needed to be brought awareness to. I'm fine with that. Okay, good. I don't care. But five years of being out of the NFL, the NFL, the college football machine that keeps rolling and keeps spitting out prospects doesn't wait. He lost his place on the track. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not going to get – five years removed is too long removed when you're coming with baggage. So you're telling me that I really should have supported Urban Meyer because if he was going to let Tim Tebow play tight end, he might have let Kaepernick in the – if, 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 if Kaepernick <laughs> wanted to play tight end or fullback, sure. Yeah, I'm just going to put Kaepernick a left guard. That, that works. If um, it works for him. You know what? And 
He said he he handled it wrong. Obviously, you got to say the right words, and, and there's going to be a lot of controversy around him, and forever will be. If he doesn't get it on this, I don't know if he's ever going to get a chance. He's tried. We we had a couple of pro day or his own little pro days, what a year two years ago. Yeah, that he and that were that was kind of like a joke. I yeah, mean, if, if we put it briefly, um, with this, it actually seemed like it was going to be something, just because there were people that went out of their way as far as coaches. An office to go there. I mean, the best place for him to go is Seattle if they can get him there. But he he will beat out Drew Locke. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's the thing too. Is you look at the quarterback situation. Is he really that bad? He's not going to be in. But I mean, how you say sixty four quarterbacks? Bro. Right? Yeah. But five years removed from the game that moves faster than lightning. Completely agree. But why not take a risk on a, on a low payment? I mean, yeah. But how board? low payment? Like, because he's a he's a he's a veteran, so he's going to at least get so low minimum. Ball him, yeah. He's at least going to make vet minimum. Where you going to have somebody else? I mean, I don't know. I think to me, one year. I think that it's just too much. It's burnt. It's too much. It's burnt. Okay. So there's a, there's a lot of football we want to get into, but let's get. Do you want to talk about the trade that we happened today? With it's it's so, already starting with the draft. It's a weird. So the Saints and the Eagles, the Eagles, make a trade in which they move first round draft picks around. So multiple picks move around twenty twenty two. You've got the Saints acquiring the 16th and the 19th overall pick in a six-round selection Yep, from the Eagles. The Eagles, in return, are getting the 18th and a 2023 first-rounder, a 2024 second-rounder, a 2022 third-rounder. So a lot of it, to simplify it, New Orleans now has two 22 first-round draft picks, number 16 and 19, and Philly has two first-round draft picks, 15 and 18. What the hell's going on? What are they? 15, 16, 18, and 19 are these two teams with, I think, the Chargers slapped right in the middle. So I'm curious to see if they're going to try and do a quarterback. Is this combo. a trade up? Is this to take those two picks and try to get try up in the top to 10 to go for somebody? Mixture, yeah. Well, no, I think it's it's a mixture of there's going to be a lot that's going to be sitting. I mean, we talk about how deep it's going to be with wide receivers. Um, there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks who are sitting in that position. New Orleans uh, could use a receiver. Philly could use a receiver. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see this. New Orleans could so use a left tackle. The Saints giving what? up more as far as in total, but just to make it off of, they're seeing something around there right now that they want to make a move for this next year, which they're, they're in a, a change, right? They're in the phase of no more Sean Payton, no more Drew Brees. Is Jameis Winston, you know, going to be in a. Yeah, but they gave him a one year or two year. They've already removed, like, uh, who's the project kid down there? Quarterback. Oh, the uh, 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 Taysom? Taysom Hill. They've already said he's playing tight end. Yeah, they said that he, he'll he'll still be limited. He still will be in some packages, but his primary role will not be quarterback. So, be tight but end. Matt, boy, this is a tangent. We're not going to get into, but I wonder it's gonna, he's going to be his fantasy football value will be very unique because if he's a tight end, he, we know he can catch, we know he can play. You know, they can run sweeps with him, and uh, is he going to be more effective now because he's actually going to be a part? Their offense doesn't have much. He's going to have to be a part of it. Oh yeah, I mean, and it also depends on with Alvin Kamara what's going to happen. You know, oh, yeah, because that guy, yeah. You know, Nobody really talks about that. Thomas, what's going on with him? Yeah. With Kamara. I mean, he's um, he's going to be arraigned, Las Vegas, that whole situation. I haven't heard anything, and it might just be the, the, like how we had to wait for Deshaun. Bro, the NFL is really good at keeping things they want to kept quiet. They've kept this Jerry Jones thing we're going to talk about on the other side of the break. They've kept <laughs> that quiet. Daniel Snyder basically stealing from the other owners. He's lucky he doesn't get drowned in the Potomac. This is a very interesting situation, what's going on in the NFL with the owners. Because the ownership group, what, there's only 32 of them. Yes. They all know each other. Yeah, the Cleveland Browns owner saying he doesn't know what – we didn't really know, know what we were doing the first 10 years. Bro, you're still in the first 10 years. It's also going to be interesting <laughs> to see who's going to be coming in with the Denver owner because they want it to be 
Bro. It's pretty much going to be a bid. because it's, Yeah, and it's, they're blind bids. Wait until yeah. we talk about this on the side, ladies and gentlemen. So, more NFL. We've got NBA. We've got the MVP battles heating up. What? Three or four games left. MLB starts this week. NCAA basketball's on. WrestleMania was last night. Bro, it was an exciting weekend. we got a lot to talk about. On the other side, like KDUS, 1060 AM Phoenix, home of the Dan Patrick Show, Rich Eisen, us, the Killer Bees. See you on the other side. Check out KDUSAM 1060 on 100.7 KSLX HD2. That's right, HD Radio on 100.7 channel number two. Welcome back to James Out West, featuring Ryan Rooks on KDUS 1060. Thank you for joining us again, ladies and gentlemen, James Out West. It is halftime of the North Carolina Kansas National Championship game on TBS. It is forty to twenty-five. North Carolina spanking Bill win. Self and Kansas. Which, if you know anything about college basketball like we do, we knew this was going to happen. <laughs> Bill Self's not going to cover the four-point spread. We knew this was going to happen, bro. I, I mean, I actually figured that NC was going to come out. I just thought Kansas was going to try and come out really hot, like they did uh, in the last game. Not at all. It, I don't. I think UNC is going to going to run this. With the score being this way, I guarantee you that the East Coast and the Midwest they are going to bed right now. Oh yeah, there, there's a, it's a 15 point, 17 point, something like that lead. It's 10 18 on the East Coast. Yeah, these people are done with this game. Yeah, on TBS, <laughs> couldn't find it. Especially on TBS. First off, they're like, "Where's Rizzoli and Isles? Where's NCIS? <laughs> I mean, Isles. what's going oh, on here? What are you doing? Where's Bones?" None of it's on. You know, the people that are watching TBS at 9 o'clock at night, that's what they're watching. They're not watching this. All right, so let me steer us back to football, and we'll go into another retirement that was kind of shocking, but it was right after our show last week. Oh, that one, yeah. So Bruce Arians. What up, cuz? Decides to play chess, get Tom back, set up his next coach, say, I'm still going to be around, so you better keep doing your job or else I'm going to come down from the front office. Yeah. Um, But he's doing it his way. And I think he set up the per, the right person, and I think a lot of people thought Leftwich yeah. was going to yep. take that step. But I think they did it the right way. They did, and I think they're looking. They're not looking at this year. Yes, they're looking correct. at two years from now because Leftwich will probably be a head coach next year. I would agree. So you can't have him be the head coach here, and then he can leave. You know, you know he's going to get a chance. Todd Bowles may not get another opportunity because he was one with the Jets. You know, he did well. You know. But the defense, they're always going to load that on. Well, you know, B.A. was the whole crew. You had Tom Brady, right. you know, things like that. So him being able to take that step, getting this team back, because obviously the defense is what needs the most focus. Tom's going to run the offense. I mean, and I think- Leftwich runs the offense, but Tom can help command the offense in a new look offense because they're not going to have the same people. Yes. Same and thing on defense. There's a trust there with Leftwich that it's going to be a better bond of him being there as far as the QB and running that offense. So B.A. Yes. doesn't have to be in these meetings. B.A. doesn't have to show up all the time. Like, B.A. is going to be rolling in there mixed drink in hand. Oh, yes. Yeah, cigar. Oh, Got this the, is going to be the, tremendous. The hat on. Tremendous. I hope he does. I hope he gets a – I hope they build a really baller just, office yes. that smells of rich leather-bound books and mahogany. Sweet mahogany. Yeah. And, uh, and he does podcasts out of there, you know, with B.A. Like, that would be fantastic. And a great 
like because he's meant for he's meant for unfiltered media. Like he was not good at calling games because he wants to call it like he talks, and you can't do that on the Big Five networks. You know what I'm saying? He would be great with like a Pat McAfee show. Yeah, something he'd be great with something alternative. Just yeah, or yeah, just absolutely. having his own podcast where he interviews people because he's a great talk. He's a great interview. He's a great storyteller. He's witty. Yeah, and he and he's got connects everywhere. Like it would be tremendous. It would yes, be tremendous. Yes. And I mean, can you imagine being on the sidelines of a football field in one way or another for 50 years, and then now just being able to like comfortably. Say you know what I'm just going to walk away, Bro. and you're, you're you're almost slowly ripping the bandaid because you're still going to be a part of football. At the same point, that's got to be so. He's like going to be twiddling his thumbs, like I don't know what to do. Bro, he coached. Or he's going to be. He <laughs> coached with Bear Bryant. Yes, like like put that in perspective. He coached with Bear Bryant. Yes, and it's you know 2022, <laughs> and he's and coach, and he just come off winning a Super Bowl. Yes, like you know a year and a half ago, whatever, 15 months ago. That's it. That's it's tremendous. It's tremendous. I love it. Hey, uh, right congratulations on. to him. He said, we're going to bypass the Rooney rule. It doesn't work anyways. I want to make sure it's done right. They they were <laughs> able to slide go. this in. Now, what was interesting, though, is that they have a first-time head coach. They have a new head coach, but they didn't start their off-season program today like everybody else that did. That Everybody that has a first-time head coach or a new head coach, not a first-time, a new head coach, they got to start their training camp early, which is today and tomorrow, and they're not on that list because they'd already scheduled them with B.A. in mind. And then when BA announced that they'd already had schedule, not going to go back and change it. So the rest of the team got an extra couple of weeks. Well, which is pretty nice. I I mean, you could probably argue it, and they could probably fight it if they really wanted well, they don't to. Want to. I'm sure they, they <laughs> all the players are just like, no, no. Like, I get two more weeks. Tom, Tom, sending that text. Yeah. Hey, deflate that. that yeah, right there. yeah, we're we're good. <laughs> we'll keep those two weeks. You keep it going. Okay, and we'll move on. All right, so let's move over to the to the NFC least. Okay, okay. So I assume this is where what I wanted to talk about. Well, there's two up. of them. I'll okay. let you go first with the Keanu so, so I had heard about this uh, probably about two weeks ago, and it was I was I've been really surprised, and there's not a lot of people talking about this. Um, but supposedly Jerry Jones has a what was it, 26 year old daughter, 20, 25, 25 year old daughter, um, center of a allegedly, an alleged, you got to use allegedly affair, center of a paternity lawsuit filed against Jerry Jones. Correct. And so he said this lady's just coming after him. Blah blah blah. Don't know nothing about it. Then we had an attorney come, Don Jack it, of Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay, and say that pretty much he Jerry has been giving money to this lawyer, pretty much backdooring it to this gal, paid for her tuition, paid for her brand new car at, at six trips abroad, sweet sixteen party, ultimately over two million dollars, three, and oh three million dollars, and she was looking for an original twenty, 20 million. This is going to go deep, and the fact that this isn't coming out leads to your point of these rich owners mm-hmm. and what they get to do. Billionaires control the media. They can stop. Well, and here's the thing. This doesn't – I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, this doesn't affect anything from a business standpoint of the of the Cowboys. It doesn't affect him or his ability of, of losing ownership of his team. It, at this point, with where they're at in his life, and I'm just speculating – Life at his end on a personal level are, are probably more business decisions than anything. Yeah. Okay? Like being married, having the family together. Like some of that's probably more of a business decision with him based on being a billionaire. And it's more our family is the conglomerate. You know what I'm saying? So oh, this yeah. is just so another look. thing. Like the first payment came in 95. Yes. You mean to tell me that that their family had no idea about this at all? I guarantee you somebody along the line knew. Doesn't matter. I mean, it's a story to us because it's like, oh, my goodness. And it's a story to this gal. Who you know potentially this is or isn't his biological da- daughter, but making the payout since ninety five, 
I mean, mean, it just seems like there's, uh, like, ah, it's kind of a lot. I mean, same thing with Deshaun Watson, where obviously he wasn't found criminally guilty, uh, but there's but, kind of a lot. But like, th- but then let's put this on her, too, though. She was like, she read a le- she wrote a letter basically, like, basically expressed her dissatisfaction that she hadn't received the $20 million and that that's why she's going after. But if she would receive the $20 million, she'd have stayed quiet. So it, her being the dad, him being the father uh, means jack squat. Oh, yeah. This is simply a money grab. And well, which, is hilarious, something to where the, which is hilarious. Which is hilarious. The lawyers wanted which is hilarious. to. He's been funding her $3 million. That's what a dad does. He paid for your college. He paid for your Sweet 16. He bought you a car. That's how Sashman. I mean, what? I mean, the fact, it's just, hey, listen, this is where we're at in today's world. It's just, hey. I think it's interesting that, well, if you'd have paid me the money, I want I'll be quiet. So her laurels don't matter. There are, there's no moral standing here. It's because I want to find out that he's my dad. No, you don't. I honestly really don't care. just want to see Jerry get it stuck to him. Like, well, I'm thinking 95. This girl's 26 years old. Jerry's like 147 years old. <laughs> so, like, Jerry was like, what, 120 years old when he had this? I mean, hey, dude. Good for him. Dean Martin Money and does Tony a- and all those guys are very jealous of the fact that you're having kids in your 120s. Got to put the money somewhere, you know. You got to invest. Jerry, like, Jerry was having kids in the Great Depression. <laughs> oh my I God. mean, that's incredible. I mean, you talk about Genghis Khan type situation. That's incredible. Wow. Hats off to the Jones family. Cowboys killing it as always. What they're the they're the most valued team in the world. Which is crazy. I mean, they look what they just had la- over the last this last weekend—a two-night specta- uh, spectacular spectacle that was WrestleMania. Was yes. at Jerry World, seventy-eight thousand people inside oh, yeah. Jerry's World for WrestleMania. It, Probably three million dollars worth of fireworks going off for WrestleMania. Jerry knows how to put on a show. It's still so crazy to me how popular that is and how big WrestleMania is. I don't hear about it as much as far as wrestling goes throughout the year. You, you'll hear a couple of things here and there um, but wrestlemania is is massive it's like it's shut down for the weekend mm-hmm. what uh, people pay attention to it like there's a lot of celebrities seventy-eight thousand there Seventy-eight thousand people in that place and i remember watching this as a little kid but i never really was into it and oh. i haven't been into it for years i was into it forever forever when i was a kid saturday night wwf main event because it was wwf back in the day Main event, Saturday night main event, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, all that stuff. Oh, I was huge into Did it. Did you break out your I old big school wrestling the, pillows? I was big into it. I don't have it. I don't have those. I didn't keep a lot. My mom didn't keep a lot of my, my, my stuff as a child. Like, as we started getting older, that stuff got thrown away. Like, it's going away. So, so I didn't get to keep any, yeah, I didn't get to keep any of that stuff, which is fine because according to my wife, I'm hoarding it. It would end up in the man cave. I'd have like gorilla monsoon hanging off over the edge. You've been there. You see? Oh yeah, I, mean, I could see you I sitting on the floor holding percent. your pillow. Oh, and bro, just I was excited this, though. Yeah. No, I, I was grinning ear to ear in the garage watching Peacock, watching WrestleMania to see what happened. Yeah. You know the nostalgia of Stone Cold. What coming back? See, it was incredible. Just... Looking at Vince McMahon, he's like 147 too. I think him and Jerry Jones are brothers. Those two incredible to have billionaires they're self-made billionaires essentially in the sports entertainment industry because jerry and the cowboys are just as much a sports entertainment as they are yes nfl football that's why they're the the most valued team right that's I mean, why jerry the, runs the nfl essentially when jerry says something's going to happen in an nfl meeting it happens or says that is not going to happen yeah then that doesn't happen now i'm curious to see because they kind of covered we think that they all covered for they they buried John Gruden to get him out, but they they covered a lot of stuff. And now you've got 
multiple, multiple situations that have happened with the Washington football team. I can't say commanders because none of it's happened under the commander's watch yet. All this stuff was previous. Yeah. So his Washington football team, I can say it this because it was that was Washington Redskin team. It was during those time period that he was cooking two sets of books. Two sets of books to deflate the revenue that was brought in that had to be redistributed amongst all the other teams. They're talking about potentially 40% of revenue from ticket sales wasn't divulged to the other teams. When these billionaires realize, or they already do now, that somebody was basically stealing from them, oh, this dude's going to be out of the club. Yeah, They're going to take Dan Snyder. They're going to take his... Whatever he's got going on in that hairline, they're going to grab him by the pack of his pants and they're going to throw him out of the club. It's, I mean, it, it is going to be interesting, but also I know that when you were that rich, you're not necessarily paying. You trust people to pay attention to that, but that's a big hiccup. Well, and they're trying to, he immediately, they immediately came out and said, this is false. There's no way this happened. There's independent audits, blah, 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 blah. But if you're running two sets of books, you can Why? offset the audits. Yes. So. His, look, there's going to be a lot to come there's out with this. Automatic, there's, they will there's end up losing this team. When I say losing, they're going to make a ton of money on it, but they're going to lose. So we're going to have some teams like on the sale. We'll situation. talk about it inside the break. KDUS 1060 AM Phoenix, some of the Dan Patrick Show, Rich Eyes and James Out West. See you guys on the other side. Come on back. Welcome back to James Out West, featuring Ryan Brooks on KDUS 1060. Thank you, CJ. James Out West, Ryan Brooks, Pat the Stat Guy in the house. We got Aaron on the other side of the glass. It is a beautiful Monday here in the Valley. It was a nice day, clear skies. It was warm, but it was breezy. It was, uh, it was a nice day. I'm, I'm looking forward to the days ahead, although no. it is now becoming fly season. It is, what is and it's going, going to be a hot summer. It is already. So. Bro, it's every year. Every year it's hotter and hotter, and yet we're still here because we get a great eight months besides those three months of hell. It is. And it, on, uh, what was it, Saturday night, watching baseball with son out at uh, Cactus Yard's beautiful facility oh, yeah. in Gilbert. Absolutely in Gilbert. And, oh, my gosh, that was amazing. It was baseball weather. Now, during the day, it was hot. Got the <laughs> farmer's tan going. But, uh, yeah, this is why we live out here. Now it's just about to shift to what we got to put up with to live out here. Um, okay, so let's kind of go back because we were talking about Jerry Jones and we started opening up with, with uh, Dan Snyder. You were doing some research and I heard uh, you just found out Roger Goodell's uh, middle name. Is that right? I believe you're going to pronounce it Stokey. So Roger Stokey Goodell? Mm-hmm. This guy <laughs> has an interesting, I mean, from intern to COO, this whole thing, you know. But the reason we're bringing up the commissioner, Roger Goodell, commissioner of our league, Roger Goodell. Tied to Dan Snyder. Yeah, so Dan Snyder and the Washington football team, the Redskins, the Commanders, whatever you want to call them, they've had several run-ins and run-ins and run-ins with the league in regards to anti-trust bargaining issues, sexual harassment. They had did a whole they, – they renamed and rebranded the team. They apparently potentially – Allegedly – what are cooking the books, had two sets of books, and was underselling what they were doing to the NFL so they could essentially pocket more money. Yeah. This dude's 57 years old. His his estimated value of what he is, you know, his his value of what he's worth, Dan Snyder's, like, like what do you call that, net earnings, what is the value, is $2.3 million. That team's worth more than that. $2.3 million? Or $2.3 billion, sorry. Okay. With a B, yes. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, with a B. Yes. Um, okay, yes. That is when correct. they ultimately force him to sell this team 
and it will be in a blind bid situation. Same thing with the Denver team that's going to be coming up for sale. And there's there's a chance that the Chicago Bears, the Bears are going to be up for sale because the children can't make a decision on who's going to run what and percentages and all that. I mean, there's going to be a lot of change in the NFL just from, look, the NFL is going through a huge paradigm shift right now. Younger coaches, you got this new influx of younger coordinators, right? You've got GMs doing stuff that are way different than before. They're taking chances. They're trading picks for established players. They're paying big-time money to try to win now. This is a league of win now, not of the future, because you don't get the future. You're there three years. If you don't win, you're gone, regardless of where you're at. So the league is changing to be more fast, efficient, offensive, right? You've got guys on defense that would have been stud offensive players 10, 15 years ago that now play defense because there's that many more athletic people on the field. There's that many more freaks of nature that are honing in their skills on the football field that the league is changing so fast that these olds that are owning the league, these billionaire owners, they're starting to realize this isn't, they're not long for the tooth in this. Jerry Jones is going to be one of those guys that's going to be the last ones holding on. A lot of these teams, these younger cats are getting in there and buying these groups up. What's going to happen in Denver? What's going to happen in Washington? Is Bezos going to want to get in? He just made a big deal with them for Amazon for for uh, NFL Thursday Night Football. So could he even own a team with yeah. him owning? You know what I'm saying? Like there's so much to it, but someone's going to overpay. Yeah, I the mean, NFL's hot. Everything he touches gold. So this is like how we saw the transition with coaches. Coaches going younger. The ten year end because you were a coordinator for another team. It does not mean that you are going to be in the NFL for 10, 15 years like it used to be. You would always just keep your core group of coaches, um, at least, your or your backups, right? Now, I think things are going to be changing where we saw the shift with the coaches. Now we're going to see that the shift with the owners. Agreed. And it's going to completely change the dynamic, not only from the standpoint of how we look at the younger generation, you know, when we see the kids and how they act, and obviously it's going to be a different thought process. It's going to be a different education. It's going to be a different view on life. But it's also going to be different because we're going to have, with the new rules, has to be minority, whether that's female, African-American. However, there, there's so many different things that we can include into it now, and it has to be as part of the ownership. Correct? Because I said that for Denver. Say that again? There has to be minority ownership. Oh, into, they'll have no problem fighting. Group, they will right? have no or, problem is that, having, or is that just suggested? I think it was suggested because I don't okay, think you can I, tell I anybody, go, but there'll be enough. And somebody will do it for the PR movement alone. Yeah. And there's qualified, so it doesn't really matter either way. It's just who wants to be part of that. Like, I'd imagine that Peyton Manning's probably putting together some sort of bid for the Denver team. I think we've already talked about that. I'm sure John Elway's a part of some bid to try to buy the Denver team. Oh, Kanye and Antonio Brown are buying a team. (laughs) In the XFL? Are they buying a team in the XFL? (laughs) That's their craziness. The CFL? But, no, there's going to be a lot. And, I mean, you've seen the – well, The Rock's not going to do it now because he's got the, the XFL. But there's a lot of celebrities who are wanting to sure. dump money and they, in. And they dump money in and they get a very they small percentage. Entertainment, yep. Just like Dallas. Yep, just like Dallas. They're kind of the blueprint of it. Like, look what you can do year-round with our facility. Like, Kenny Chesney plays at all these different concert venues, and they're usually those those arenas. He plays where the Cleveland Browns play, Pittsburgh plays. New England's one of his favorite places to go do a Gillette Stadium. You know, they're doing one in Tampa Bay. Like, he plays the NFL stadiums yeah. and college stadiums. Like, they're going to make revenue like that, like WrestleMania being in uh, – at Jerry's World. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders were there, for God's sakes. I mean, they made it about – they found a way – Jerry Jones is so smart that he found a way in wrestling to get the Dallas Cowboys acknowledged at least 10 times. Whether it was the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders coming out, them taking a shot of every time something crazy would happen, the fireworks on the outside of the stadium would go off. So you get a shot of the outside stadium live. 
Pure entertainment. I mean, Pat McAfee's punting footballs into the uh, stands with the Dallas Cowboys logo on it. I mean, they really made sure that they went all out. That That's right. We hosted this. Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones and Jones family. We hosted WrestleMania. It's so, incredible. It, to, to bring it back off of your little tangent mm-hmm. there. It is going to be very interesting in the next 10 to 15 years. We're going to probably see a lot of changes probably in the next two to five years. Oh, yeah. Even when even going deeper with what we talked about with Prime, what we talked about with uh, how you're going to be able to watch the game. And There's be able so to, much to more. Pick. Apple's going to get involved. DirecTV, this is the last year DirecTV has uh, the Sunday ticket. Thank so the God. Sunday ticket's going to be up for grabs. The Sunday ticket will be over. Well, somebody will overpay for it. To have the rights for it because it is the moneymaker. That's where people people want to watch their games. I would like for it. I mean, I would like for them to make give you about 10 years ago. They did make this option where I only want to watch the Browns games. I don't care about Jacksonville playing Houston. I don't want I don't need the Sunday ticket. Now yeah. I do now because I'm a j- j- blah, 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 a degenerate gambler. Right. Mm-hmm. But now that we have that ability, I want to watch all those games. But before I just want to watch one game, one right. team. Right. So give me that option. Give me an a la carte. Oh, yeah. Charge me, you know, whatever it is. You know, half of it for one team, whatever. The NBA does it, and the NBA League Pass does it. And you so can get baseball. just the Cavaliers or because just the whatever. So many games, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, that's a nice option. Now, baseball, they're going to have to give this away for a while because I don't think anybody's going to be tuning in. Like I said, the very small demographic that is the diehards are going to watch because especially if they think their team's going to win, like Pat over here in the Dodgers. You know, like those teams, they think that those teams are, you know, they have a legitimate chance. So he's going to be, you know, interested in watching them. But our stank team in Cleveland right now, the Guardians, I looked at their opening day lineup. It's it's borderline disrespectful to baseball with the uh, lack of talent on that, that they're putting out there. They're trotting out there. Dude, there's guys that have infields that make more than our entire team. There's teams that have infields that make more than our entire team, plus the staff and probably the ownership's check. Like, we are a part of a dumpster fire organization, and just four years ago, we were in the World Series. I don't get it! Hey, it happens. It's, it's Cleveland. You have your highs and lows. There's not very many highs. Lately, Pretty, you, got, you guys have been on, a, on an uptick, wouldn't you say? Uh, Baker Mayfield about to, is about to sell out everybody in some podcast that he's doing with the guy that did a podcast with Johnny Manziel. <laughs> okay? He's following Johnny Manziel. That is never good. No. I wouldn't want to stay in the same hotel that dude stayed in the night before, let alone follow, legitimately follow in his footsteps. I'm going to go do a same podcast with the same crew that's going to drag all this stuff out. Hey, why don't you have a drink, dog? Why no. don't you? Oh, you don't think so? I've already, they've already shown pictures. He's sitting on the couch, super relaxed, and guess what? His wife was not there. So didn't have anybody kind of to hold the reins in. Hit her. She wasn't there. His brother slash agent slash manager wasn't there. Bro. It's going to get ugly. That's all I'm saying. It's just going to get ugly because he's going to play the victim card. He's going to play himself right out of the NFL, right out of the NFL being whiny because, like I told you with Kaepernick, the track doesn't stop. It just keeps churning. It keeps churning. He's going to lose his place in line by running his mouth. God, we got to get you, like, uh, on your own little TV show, like, hiding in the bushes and getting the scoops. The, <laughs> I follow the, a lot the, on the Twitter. The James scoop. I follow on Twitter. It's the best place to get your sports information news. Seriously, it is. It, you, Twitter breaks more news than anything else. ESPN doesn't break news. They just talk about the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> it's so funny. Both terrible organizations so right things. now. Bleacher Report, like, there's certain alerts I'll get, and then ESPN will come out, and it's like five, ten minutes later. Um, Always. It, it really and maybe is. they're doing their due diligence of, you know, checking two or three or four sources because we know ESPN is due diligence in that. It's Disney. I mean, maybe. You got to you know take your time. You got to make their things are right. Well, and that's interesting to think about that. So going back to, you know, we're all over the place, but I don't really care. Uh, going back to WrestleMania, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, 
now that they've kind of changed from how it was when he wrestled, you know, he would get in the ring, double birds in the air, you know, everywhere. Yeah. Every every turnbuckle, double birds in the air, what? Dummy another beer, what? Every time he would go to do that, they were like, can't do that. They would, the cameras would zoom in and cut off so it would just like look like a fist. <laughs> they'd cut off his finger so it would just look like a fist. Like it would just look like because they would cut it off right there. Like they'd zoom in real quick so they could stop him from actually seeing it on TV because there's a lot of kids that watch these days and we live in a okay. very so soft guys, society in which you WrestleMania cannot. WrestleMania blood and, and these guys going crazy, but there's putting no blood. the finger up. The, the blood was never, now the blood's not on purpose. Okay, but the, the pain yeah, that is Yeah, yeah, the pain, yes. Let's put but, it that way. But, but, a but they're trying to make it very PG because they have a lot of, look, they make a lot of money in That's toys. exactly why. <laughs> you know, merch, T-shirts, what? They make a ton of money on that stuff, and you can't cut the bread and butter because you got a guy who wants to drop an f bomb here and there. You mean you can't now, have the pillow and guess with, what? The, with the, the and birds guess what? And it used to be on pay per view. Oh yeah, so that's you what could I do remember. that because you would pay for it. Now it's on Peacock. This is something you don't pay for if you have the internet. If the internet, if you've got the internet, you can enter, you can log in, and you can get it. You can watch a lot of what? stuff. What? That, that happens these days? That happens these days. Okay. We went All full right. circle. Okay. KDUS 1060 AM Phoenix, Dan Patrick Show, Rich Eisen, James L. West. See you on the other side. Peace. Please stay with us. Welcome back to James Out West featuring Ryan Rooks on KDUS 1060. Thank you as always, CJ. James Out West, Ryan Rooks, Pat the Stat Guy, finishing up a Monday evening in the Valley of the Sun. What? We got a couple of games left in the NBA. Roughly NBA, about four. NBA playoffs are shaping up. The uh, MVP race is hot right now with the big men. The big three. Yeah. First off, the best three centers in the NBA today yeah. are the top three Going for not just the scoring title for some of them, which I think Joel Embiid, but Two for the them, MVP. Yeah, you yeah know? the MVP. So we have Giannis, or as you would like to say, Giannis. Giannis. Antetokounmpo. Uh, I can say his last name very well, which is hilarious to me. His mama um, gave him a G. I'm gonna call okay. it. I'm, I'm using a G. We got Embiid, who is what else can he do? He's whining, up, whining his way out of the chance of, of winning this thing. Okay. I, he's making it sound like deserves, these other guys. Oh, because yes. he deserves. To, no, no, it's been. He deserves to be in the conversation because he is what Jokic is doing. He's also should be in the conversation. What, what, Correct. for the All sake of, of everybody else, what Giannis Antetokounmpo is doing is worthy. He's making it sound like, like he's being snubbed because he's with the Philadelphia 76ers, bro. That's not the case. Have no, you seen no. what Jokic is doing? Jokic doesn't have two of his best players. He's playing with a bunch of bums. And who is Embiid really playing with? He's apparently he's got one of the greatest shooters of all time in James Harden. He's got this incredible, incredible basketball acumen. One of the top seventy-five players of all time. I think the fat suit came back out. Um, it didn't so take long. Sixteen I'm not games. Saying all three of them are absolutely in the running. It's what drives me nuts is when we come down to the end. I know that it's it's okay. So we're going to start talking about it because the regular season is almost over and it's supposedly a regular season trophy. However. We're not going to see this for a while, and it's going so far up and down. Like Giannis is all of a sudden now back in the conversation after two or three games. It's an 82 game because they're so close. Because they've been doing it's, it all year long. Though that's the point. Is like look at what Giannis look at what Giannis is averaging. The final week of the season: thirty points, eleven point seven rebounds, six assists, two blocks, a steal. That's over sixty three games. That's this season. That's what he's averaging this season. This last week, he's like put up what? What did he put up this week? He put up forty one. Yeah. 
against Philly and yes. bodied Embiid. Embiid had a subpar game, and they mm-hmm. lost. So going head-to-head with a guy right there, if I'm just going off of what the last I've seen, Giannis probably edged him out. Just I know It's that close that one game matters when you're going head-to-head. And it's in the Eastern Conference. And it's making up playoff positions. So you think, okay, so then... It's- and then look at Joe... The Joker might win it back to back. Well, you've been saying Jokic for a while, the last look at least two or three weeks. I've been saying 38, and two. Okay, bro. Every game this dude's putting this up, and he's got nobody. Who's got Michael Porter Jr. Jr.? No, he doesn't have him. You stop. I'm not saying he I'm doesn't not have Donovan, Davian Mitchell. He doesn't have any I'm of these cats. The the fact of how much it's changing, I don't think it's as close as people. It's more of us talking about it and constantly pushing these names out. The fact that all of a sudden it was just really Embiid and Jokic for quite a while. Now Giannis is coming back up into it. Because he's, he's been putting up Booker stellar. Booker is, is should be in the conversation. He's, he's in the conversation. If you're going to give me five people. He deserves it over give me it, five but. people. Give me five people in the conversation. Kansas is on their way back. They're only down four now. North Carolina going to get get got? Is North Carolina going to get got? Anyway, sorry. That was a, that's a huge sorry, I had to break. Sorry to break that. But looking at this and how close this is with the MVP race. You've got guys like, look at what Luka's doing right now. What Luka's done the last three weeks of the season has been nothing short of MVP. Yes. But he just didn't do it early enough in the year. Yes. For whatever reason that could be. Some people say because he was fat. He was out of shape. He wasn't in basketball shape. This can be absolutely looked at one way or the other. I know that – actually, I'm really curious to see what you think about this. You could actually say – You're curious Le- about what I think? LeBron James could be putting this for all, everything he's done with that Lakers team, even though this is the first year that he's been 16 games under 500 ever – in his career. Yeah, the Lakers still. He's lost bro. the last six. But what he's done for that team, he absolutely is the most valuable player. And he had to put up He's West definitely West the most valuable player, obviously, of that team. Westbrook. That team stinks. But he's missed too many games. No, He's correct. had too many I'm poor saying, shooting. You, 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 you can't talk about LeBron James when people aren't even talking about Devin Booker. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well, well, I yeah. brought up Devin Booker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Dever, Devin's, first, yeah. Devin's probably, if I'm, if I'm ranking it right now, I'm going Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, Jason Tatum. Luca, Booker. There's my top five. I want to see how it pans out. Jason Tatum's up there. Yeah, uh, yeah but I, the Boston's a little bit. Listen, you got to still show me. I know you've been this season. Seven, eight, yeah, 4. no, he's, 3, yeah, he's having very good, very good year. But look what the rest of these guys are doing. They're just playing better than that. They're just playing better than that. It's really a three man race. It is a three man race, and you can mention the other two, like we said. But when you got guys like the and, and what's wild is it's the big three. It's the big three centers. It's and these guys are all seven footers, pretty much, right? They're all seven foot. Yeah, right. They're all seven footers. Like Shaq's probably just loving this because and think about it. Embiid, he shoots the three, but he plays with his back to the basket. You got Jokic plays with his back to the basket a lot, and Giannis shoots at some point can you know plays back to the basket as well. So like you didn't it's see nice. Giannis do that step back three to win the game tonight. Yeah, no, I know. Okay, so I know. No, I'm saying, but like they still play some sort of traditional basketball. Like as far as as a center, they play Giannis with their back to the basket really a little bit, but he's not. He's a f- Greek freak. Yes, yes, the Greek freak. He's 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 a one through five. I mean, okay, so we're we're going a little far on this. So we we both they're all. Absolutely deserving of being talked about, but you think Jokic overall? Yes, I believe Jokic will be this. He's got everything. You know how many? So check this out. He doesn't chase the stats, and there was somebody showing it that if he's either ended with one rebound shy, one uh, assist assist shy, or one point shy of a triple double, so many times, so many times that if he would have gotten those, he would only he'd be third all time in NBA history already. 
That's wild. I don't know about that. Because that's what they yeah. Because they no no no. Prove it. Pull it up. Pull it up. We don't have time. That guy. Okay. We'll have it for you next week. I could be wrong, but it was some tremendous. (laughs) I love that caveat at the very end there. Um, All right. So let's get into another close race because the scoring title is something that's interesting, and I think the the reason why it's so interesting is that LeBron is actually at the top right now with thirty point three average points or scored points for for the year. But he may not qualify. yes, Yes. Now, Embiid is at 30.2, and Giannis is at 30.1. They have Luka at 28.3 and Trey Young at 28.3 as well. They're not going to get it. They're not going to be able to score enough points in four games. But LeBron has to play two more out of the four games in order to qualify because he's missed so many games already. (laughs) I don't think he's going to play enough. And part of it, too, is this. If he plays enough and scores all these points to win the scoring title and it didn't happen organically, they're going to be like, you guys were 16 games below five hundred. You sat some some games that maybe shouldn't have been sat yeah. for load management or whatever, and against elite talent. We have had some of those games where you're down the stretch to make the playoffs, but you decide to suit up to get those last two games in to score like 31 and 31. And I think it's going to be bad publicity for him. And to me, LeBron is so calculated that that's already been thought of. He won't he's not gonna play be. enough to win so he can say, oh, I didn't qualify. Yes, and he's not going to go for it and then because they need two games to get back into the play-in to even make it into – that opportunity to get into the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? So if he does it, scores those points, gets a scoring title, and then doesn't even make the play-in tournament, yeah, LeBron's not doing that. He's shutting it down. So anyways, I do think Embiid is probably going to get it unless Giannis has. So do you think Embiid gets it, and then in your mind, Embiid gets the scoring title and I want to have Embiid pull both just because of the way that I think voters are going to vote. They're, gonna... Gonna, they're going to want to give it to Embiid. However, I do think Jokic is probably going to end up winning it just off of the way that it looks. Here's here's what will be interesting is that I think the media is going to want Embiid to win the scoring title, not so they vote for him, so it's like, well, he's still got something because we're not making him MVP. Yeah. We're not making him MVP. Did you hear about this real quick because we're still talking a little bit of, of NBA. Did you hear Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, you are so out of touch. It's time. It's time. It is it's- time to be done now. It is no, time to go ahead. Hey, listen, Bill Russell. To, no, 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 no. He's a lifetime activist. No, no. Bro, yeah, no, there's not. He's, you should know, bro, he's questioning LeBron James's commitment to the community. Are you serious? Look, LeBron does a saying, lot of. I'm just saying you can't LeBron does, Kareem, right? You can when he says some ridiculous stuff. People get a little senile when they get older, bro. There's a reason you've never been a head coach. There's a reason that things go on. There's a reason. Sometimes you say some things. He was very surly in his days with the media. Now he wants the media to love him. Apparently back in the day, because none of us were there, but he wasn't very tight with the media coming through when he was winning MVPs and the scoring record. He wasn't the greatest of friends with teammates. All right, so what do you say about LeBron? He just said that he didn't really appreciate. He thinks that LeBron could do more in the community and that LeBron doesn't do his, doesn't do enough for the black community. These are his words. He went and he wrote an email and tried to backtrack it to the uh, LA Times like, hey, you know, maybe I should have. Bottom line is this. He does not, he has not studied LeBron James's on the court and or off the court close enough because LeBron, out of anybody in the NBA, has done more for communities, period, black, white, and different than anybody else in the NBA. Schools in Akron. Every promise that he has made to communities, the bikeathons, and I know know that players do a lot for communities. I'm not saying they don't. I know Booker and those guys do a lot here. But what LeBron has done over a basically 20-year career of giving back to the community tells me that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is either lost – doesn't know what he's talking about, or he has a personal gripe with LeBron, because guess what? LeBron's a Laker and has a chance of breaking the all-time scoring record in a Laker uniform, and now Kareem's going to be number two. And you know what? Nobody talks about number two. He's it's official. About, he's probably mad about Space Jam, too, though. James is on 
the LeBron train again. Woo! He, just, he is going full force with LeBron. No, I mean, it's okay. It, he needs to you're, leave L.A. You're but... going after one of the greats to cover, I guess, protect one of your own. That's no, fine. no, no, but no. But let me say this. Kareem running his mouth. Tiger Woods looks good in my play in the Masters. Hey. And that wraps in golf. We got the full circle. We, I mean, we didn't talk about hockey, but. Okay. F1 racing. Well, we just too. did. We just talked about hockey. hockey. I said I said hockey. Racing. Hockey. Soccer. All the sports. Tennis. All right. All right. Next week, <laughs> James out west, Ryan Rooks, probably Pat the Stat Guy, Aaron on the other side. We'll have more to talk about, I'm sure. Oh, KDUS. Always. 1060 AM Phoenix. Home of the Dan Patrick Show for one more time. Rich Eisen, James out west, Ryan Rooks. See ya. Have a good night. One love. AM 1060 KDUS Tempe Phoenix and KSLX HD2 Scottsdale Phoenix. The Sports Zone with Bob Kemp. And on to the Diamondback.